0: Whatever
1: it takes, Pat Rage will catch you through. So, welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel.
0: And I don't know what facetious means either.
1: I'm your old pal, <laughs> Pat.
0: I was going to go with Moe's tagline, but I thought it was too obvious. Mo- Most Mo's presidential tagline, which was, I'm not popular or I'm not handsome. I'm not popular. Um, so I'll ha- I have time for you. <laughs> 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 which is the is is the best one. But I fa- thought everyone would be expecting me to do that.
1: So you wanted to jump in on something else. I understand.
0: Yeah. Drew doesn't know what face- I do. I, for the record, I do know what facetious means, okay. but I, okay. was I was just
1: wondering if we had to have an explainer. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> I do know what it means, but I'm your old pal, Pat here holding down the fort in Queens, New York, where the air is crisp and it's lovely out. Yeah, I saw it's
1: it, nice and fall over there. I hear you guys keep having yeah. rainy weekends, but otherwise that it's lovely.
0: I saw a tweet. Amber Ruffin tweeted, um, Hurry up, everybody. You've only got two weeks to wear those jackets that don't do anything. (laughs) Which I took to heart because I love those I
1: Well, I got to get more of those jackets now because that's the only kind of jacket you need here. And it's like very confusing to me.
0: You need a little, you just need a little windbreaker or like a jean jacket, right?
1: You need something that's got like a little heft to it, but not that much heft.
0: Jean jacket, pure fashion. I know I wear it. It's purely, it doesn't do, it doesn't keep you from being cold.
1: Mm Mm-mm. I was I was out on Saturday night and I was like closer to the coast. Um and I was wearing a short sleeve shirt and I have this like army green jacket that's very light and mm. I was like, I'm freezing. Like I need this is not I enough. No, you were it so- got it got pretty chilly. It was like in the fifties and I was like, I need to I need like a le- a level up of coat, but I have my next level up is like a fleece that's good if it's like thirty degrees out.
0: A fleece thirty degrees is cold, right?
1: It's a it's a very thick fleece.
0: That's a winter that's winter jacket weather.
1: Yeah, yeah. But this is like a thick
0: So it's a jacket.
1: Patagonia fleece. It's a winter yeah. jacket. I need I need something that's like, you know, like you know those like Paddington Bear coats with little toggles? Yeah, I do. I need something that's like that, and it just is like a layer of wool, but it's not like that thick. But I need something that has like a Southern California vibe. So You
0: need to get you need to get how's California? Good vibes are good.
1: It's good. It's good. We're finally through the heat wave. So it seems to have cooled down to the temperate 70s. Well, you were the so day.
0: cold in that s- small jacket. So it sounds like it's good. Yeah. You it's were on good. the coast.
1: Good. Yeah. I was I was out close to the water. So it was like more humid and foggier. And
0: it's a shoreline. We me sing that song. I right heard it's a high it broken social scene. I love that song. Shoreline. It's a great song.
2: Yeah.
0: Broken social scene. They're Canadian. Know who is in that band?
1: I feel like I do and I've forgotten.
0: Ms. O. Winnie O is in the broken
1: <laughs> social scene.
0: <laughs> Winifred O. We got lots to Winifred talk about. Winifred O. You know, uh, lots to talk about. Oh, yes, we do. Miss O, we do. Oh boy, mm. oh boy, do we ever.
1: But I was like cringing every moment of it, but I just also wanted to see where it was going to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I'm a little kind of like. I guess if, it, if that's it, it's kind of like. yeah. I wanted I'm it to think it's
1: not it. I, but was really, I don't know what's going to happen.
0: I was really hoping it would ruin someone's life because that's what I'm in for when I watch this show. I just want things that will ruin a character's life i don't care which one i just want somebody's life
1: <laughs> somebody's life to be ruined ruined
0: as it ends
1: i had a lot of roller coaster feelings in this episode so i will speak to them later um did you now yeah with uh with the katie marisol stuff i felt like i felt a lot of things during that
0: it's a very confused narrative, I feel like, but we'll get to yeah. it, I'm sure. Before we get to that, I always have to ask. You know I'm gonna ask the question. Mm-hmm. I hope you have an answer for it. How you doing, my friend Rach? I'm
1: doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Had a nice weekend, saw a bunch of friends, did a lot of driving, which less excited about, but Oh, you drove the say- car? I've been driving the car more, which I think is making me like it more. And then I know once I lose the car again, I'm going to hate being when, here. So when are
0: you going to be... lose the car? When are you going to lose the car?
1: Um, she's going to come back and pick it up sometime in November. So I don't have a whole lot of time left.
0: And then when are you there until?
1: Uh, uh, December 1st. 12-1.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad you're using the car, Rach. She's out in California, everybody. She's got the windows rolled down. The wind's blowing her hair like Suzanne Somers in American Graffiti. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. That's my bad side, Suzanne Somers. Cereal mom, of course, one of the great scenes.
1: <laughs> I did get to go to a John Waters exhibition this weekend at the Academy Museum and saw a lot of wonderful memorabilia, oh, including the white shoes after Labor Day outfit.
0: That's what she goes. She kills Patty Hearst right after she um, mm-hmm. says, that's mm-hmm. my bad side, Suzanne Somers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what else was there? Sorry. Anything else fun?
1: Um, they had a lot of, it was like tons of, um, memorabilia for making the movies. Um, a lot of like the scratch and sniff cards from when John so Waters did those. Polyester. Um, they had a ton of stuff and then lots of costumes and a bunch of clips. So it was like, it was good. It was a well done exhibition. I hadn't been to that museum. Wasn't open. Like for the most part, the last times I've been here,
0: I love John Waters. Mm-hmm. One of our all time great. Yeah. People, I think.
2: Yeah. He is.
1: Why are you making that face?
0: I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been a. It's it's been a while. <laughs> you don't know where I'm going. You have no idea what I'm going to say. Here. No. John Waters, one of our oh, one of I our see great. What you're saying one of I our see great. What
1: you're trying people. to do here. One of the
0: greatest Again, Americans. They
1: showed like clips of him being on all these shows, but you know what show they didn't show him on? Degrassi Which
0: one? He's never been on Degrassi, but that's never stopped us in the past because I'm pretty sure that the basis from the Goo Goo Dolls isn't in. Was never on Degrassi. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. If if I'm wrong, I will stand down. I'm I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it up for a for a uh, mm-hmm. what is it? A consultation. I guess so. Consultation period. He's one of the greats. We got thirty
1: days to vote.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love him dearly. You went and you saw a uh, exhibition. He's directed mm-hmm. some of my favorite movies from Female Trouble. He's yeah yeah to, he's, he's what,
1: from my actual town. That's miserable. what I'm also
0: saying. So mm-hmm. like
2: for and that- so is
1: Divine. They both grew up, and it's like a small town. And Matthew Weiner, who created Mad Men, it's so small that we share a zip code with another town. Like it's not a big suburb
0: i mean i'll put them both in divine and john waters if you'd like that's up to you but i'm putting forth john waters to be elected into the dean hall of fame it's been a while since we've put anybody in this is it but it but this is for two people to decide not just one Mm -hmm. so rachel yeah what do you think as you sit here today
1: I, i feel like so at the beginning of this exhibition they had like a clip video of like different things from his movies a lot of and they would kind of put different parts together and it was i don't know like a 10 minute clip reel and it was so entertaining i was like i got to go back and watch some of these there's some that i've never seen and then there's some that i just haven't seen in a long time
0: yeah they're so good the best mm-hmm. line reading in the history of time is it from polyester
1: when mm-hmm. edith mass
0: edith massey oh my god I love Edith Massey is like the fact that she is in any movies is like just one of the greatest tricks the devil ever pulled. The fact that she's in Polyester, which was a studio film, and she is like the third lead in that movie. And she Mm -hmm. is shopping with uh, Divine's character, uh, Francine Fishpaw.
1: The names are also so good. They had oh yeah, and her name and and
0: her name in the movie is Cuddles, (laughs) and Cuddles (laughs) is uh, independently wealthy, but she looks like and acts like Edith Massey, Mm -hmm. and she's going through. They're in a fancy um, clothes store, and she picks something uh, out of the rack and she goes oh it's a halston
2: how ah oh, <laughs> <is so> <laughs> i love it
0: oh how Whoa. how ah oh, oh my god it is so good <laughs> polyester is an unheralded i
1: it's a good one i i've seen that but it's been a long time since i've seen that one too um but I I was saying to my friend when we were at the exhibition that I was like, you know, I just love that he just did what he wanted to do. Yep. He did. And he just was like, nope, this is what I'm going to do. And that's just how it is. And he always kind of operated outside the system. But like people know and love him. And they had this clip reel at the end of like mm. all the TV shows he's been on over the years. It's
0: amazing that the man who made Pink Flamingos became like just like a mainstream Per, like mm-hmm. not
1: mainstream, yeah. but like you just wouldn't consider it. No,
0: Pink Flamingos yeah. is a fucking like assault on the senses. I watched yeah. it. I can't. I watched it recently, like last year. I mean, I've seen mm-hmm. it a, a thousand, one thousand times. It was a huge mm-hmm. movie for me in high school, which is when you mm-hmm. should probably see Pink Flamingos because it's a fucking awful. Like the yeah. things that happened in that movie are like. Beyond grotesque, like and not mm-hmm. eating the shit—that's nothing. The like yeah. the sex stuff—they kill the chickens. They literally fuck the chickens and they kill them. I mean, they don't fuck them, mm-hmm. but they are fucking each other with them, and he's just like throwing them around and breaking their necks. It's brutal. It is like yeah. a fucking assault. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Edith Massey once again just sitting in the mm-hmm. crib eating eggs. I know the Eggman didn't do it, Babs I know the Eggman <laughs> didn't do it. <laughs> Um, the fact that he managed, he was so charming, but he was also so super talented and Mm -hmm. just couldn't not. So I love him. I think such a
1: unique uh, individual, like, and no one is, no one was like him. And I mean, people have tried to replicate him since, but it's just, you know.
0: He's an, in, he's real, he's, real
1: individual. And yeah, he, he grew up in a house like five minutes from my parents' house, right around the corner from my preschool. Oh my God. And I didn't know that was his house until year, like recently, like within the last couple of years. And I was like, oh my God, that house, it has this huge lawn. It's like a really nice house. Um, yeah. His parents moved there at some, like it wasn't where he was born, but it, they moved him for some time when he was a kid. And then he filmed all the, his early movies, like on that lawn. And I was like, I drove past this like daily for years yeah. <laughs> and had no idea. I love it. And um Divine is buried right next to my elementary school. Oh, that's sad. sad but And I also didn't know that until recently. Either. <laughs> She's in the that cemetery that's right by there. The
0: best. So, I'm I'm for putting John Waters into the Dean hall of Fame rage. Where yeah. do you stand on this?
1: I'm there. I'm there. What about Divine?
0: Duo. Do we want to also put Divine in? Or do you... I
1: feel like I feel like Divine is a is a duo. I
0: agree. I'm so happy. Yeah. What a great Put it in the books, everybody. For all you people out there following in the Dean Paul of fame, who's in it, who's out of it, we have now added today is October 23rd. You won't hear this till November 7 millionth. Mm-hmm. But on October 23rd, we have officially put in uh the great John Waters and the great, great divine Glenn Milstead. Mwah. Mm-hmm. Mwah. Yeah. Mwah can I also say t- you it. said
1: today is October 23rd. Today is my dad's 70th birthday, so I have to wish him a happy birthday, even though he doesn't listen to this podcast, oh. and I hope he never does.
0: You better, you better uh, call him up, Doctor Mike.
1: Yeah, I talked to him yesterday for a long time. Me and my mom just got back from a trip in Europe, so they had a very nice time.
0: That's good. I'm glad to hear it. 70 is a big one. I hope I live to be 70. I probably won't, but I hope so.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got, uh, you know, you're just that giant Miller Light in front of me. <laughs>
0: Think you could? Was your dad drinking? Did you know what no. I found out? I went to see Killers of the Flower Moon yesterday, which I highly recommend. And mm-hmm. um, the the regular movie theater, just at the regular Regal movie theater, which has mercifully. Mercifully for any regal heads out there, they have mercifully stopped playing that fucking commercial where all those people say the movie lines, which was becoming literally the bane of my existence and me going like, do I really want to go? Do I want to see the movie that bad? Because it's the worst thing. And if Mm -hmm. you are there too early and you see it, it's so bad. They have stopped playing it. So if you've been staying away from the Regal because you didn't want to see that lady walk into the movie theater and yell, hey, you guys, because it made you cringe (laughs) in a way that you have never cringed before. Fear not. It is gone. What they have replaced it with is 24 ounce Miller Lite cans because they're selling beer at the Regal. So. Oh, nice. I get up to the guy to because uh, I had, of course, brought uh, whiskey with me in a flask to put in a soda.
1: Because <laughs> I know how to mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah, like you do. Like I know you how to do. do it. I understand.
0: And I get up to the guy and I go, whoa, do you have beer? And he's like, yeah, we have beer now. And I go, when did that start? And you know what he said? He goes, last week. Taylor Swift. <laughs> so Taylor Swift, as if she wasn't already goaded, she's now got a couple of different beers. It was like a Miller Light, a Corona. Oh no, a Miller Light, a Modelo, and a Coors Light, and then like the Trulies. But she's got she. They put them in there because they didn't want the people to go thirsty at the Taylor Swift Eras Tour
1: movie. So wow.
0: Probably. We'll see if there's still. That's like
1: there. I mean they had to have gotten like a liquor license just for that.
0: And now here we go. Now we all benefit. We can We can we can buy. That's
1: great. I mean, I would have bought. I mean, the the fancy movie theaters, you can get the drinks at. But, like, I would have bought that ages ago
0: i love i love going to those fancy movie theaters but killers of the flower moon is only- i gotta
1: say since they put those recliners in some of the regular ones i'm fine with them too yeah, i'm like fine. really good because it's very cozy
0: killers of the flower moon was a very long movie and i didn't want to travel an hour there and an hour back and that's the only reason i didn't go to one of the fancy movie theaters gotcha. but i ended up being able to buy a 12 ounce uh 24 ounce miller light can mm-hmm. for 12 dollars which is a lot
1: of money but yeah Wait, is that the story Theater? Yeah, that's a Regal. Coffee. I, I forgot the a, Regal. I f- yeah, I yeah. forgot it was a Regal.
0: It's a Regal. So if you, if you, but nice. again, they stop showing where the guy goes. He comes in and he goes. It's not a bag. It's a satchel. And then the guy goes. You can't sit here for a Gump, and then the uh, and then the guy mm-hmm. who said it's not a bag, it's a satchel says. So you're telling me there's a chance from fucking I don't know what movie, uh, Jim Carrey or some shit, and that makes <laughs> no sense. He goes, mm-hmm. it's not a bag, it's a satchel. Then he the other guy goes, you can't sit here. And then that guy says, so you're telling me there's a chance? No, he's not telling you that there's a chance. Saying you can't sit there. <laughs> it's clumsily written. It's the, they're all put together weird. It's the worst. Have you never seen this, Rach? I'm assuming by the look on your face right now. No,
1: I don't go to the Regal very often, so I've never seen this. And thank God, it sounds awful.
0: It's like movie quotes live here in the movie Mm -hmm. theater. And it's just, you sit on a throne of lies. Like all these fucking stupid movie quotes that you've heard a thousand times. And it seems like they finally finished it. That's going to leave a mark. Somebody says that. The regal heads know. The regal heads out there know what the I'm talking about. The regal heads know. The worst one is when the lady yells, hey, you guys, though. It's just so fucking bad.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad that's gone. I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. I'm going to wait the 45 days for it to come out on Apple so that I can pause it whenever I want and get my own drinks. Yeah, it's, um, it was long. I had to pee twice. That's I, they don't pause it for you. And I'm don't. I'm no, like, I don't like as much as you try, I'm going to have to pee.
0: as <laughs> much as you may try to ask them. Even
1: if I, you're the only one there, like they're not going to necessarily I, pause. I it. I caused you. a really
0: big scene. I stood up and I was like, do you mind just uh, could you stop it? I'll be right back. And they were like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it was a great movie. Scorsese.
1: You should have yeah. yelled out. Hey, you guys.
0: Nice. Rach, Call back. <laughs> It was a, just from a little while ago, but still a good callback. Yeah, yeah. But we're not here to talk about the Regal regulars. We're not here to talk about, hey, you guys, or it's not a bag, it's a satchel. Fucking The Hangover. What a piece of shit movie that is. Um, is. We're not here to talk about um John Waters anymore. He's in the Hall of Fame. God bless. We're not here to talk about the Baltimore Orioles, which I don't think we were ever talking about. But rest in peace. No, we
1: did personally. <laughs>
0: We're not here to talk about any of that stuff. Instead, we're here to talk about Degrassi, your favorite show and mine. More specifically, but not yet. <laughs> it's not our favorite show and
1: mine? Oh, no, no. I said, but not yet. We're not here to talk about Degrassi yet. Oh,
0: right. More specifically, Degrassi episodes 1124 and 1125, which are the 24th and the 25th episodes of the 11th season of Degrassi. Um, but they are the 254th and 255th proper episodes. But because of all the two parters we say it's the 182nd episode of Degrassi Knee, Degrassi the Next Generation. The name of the episode is Don't Panic. I had to look this up. Don't Panic is a cold play song. I saw it has a V,
1: or shoot an apple at my head, Rachel. Let's <laughs> <What's> hear. Your- <laughs>
0: Favorite Coldplay song?
1: That's not how "Don't Panic" goes. I'm assuming I never
0: heard "Don't Panic." I don't know it. I didn't <laughs> I don't listen know to it at
1: it. all. Um, I really like "A Rush of Blood to the Head." Mm-hmm. I think that's a great album. That's uh-huh. the only Coldplay album I owned, and I put "owned" in like air quotes because someone yeah. burned me a copy, and I just listened <laughs> to it a lot until it got scratched, and I stopped listening to it. Um, I. Couldn't tell you much. I know some of the singles I did after it, and I thought they were all really cheesy. Um, and I don't know a lot of the songs on parachutes other than yellow, but I'm sure they're fine. Um, I I know a lot of people who really liked Coldplay early on, but then don't care about them now. Yeah. Um and I never considered myself like a huge fan, but I, I love that album so much it's hard to even choose. It just comes in strong. It starts off strong, and it's this really interesting balance of like these kind of heavy, loud songs. They have some loud songs on it. I don't know what the word I'm you know, and then Shooting like the more quiet. Apple at my yeah, head. I love clogs. I, uh, it's it's like it was so overplayed, but I like still love it. I think it's a great song. Bing, 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 I love that piano bing, bing, when you come bing, into bing, bing, politic in the beginning, and that it just comes in really strong. Some of those songs are like, I don't know what it is. And then some of them are just more like acoustic guitar and sappy, but they're still not like sappy, like Coldplay is now. Yeah. Like it's like good, good sappy. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like Clocks is too mainstream of a song to choose. Or am I part of the disease? Say it? But that. I did love that song. I really liked um for like the kind of sappier songs, I think Green Eyes and Warning Sign are really good songs.
0: Oh man, look at you, you got a bunch of cold.
1: I know. I but I only know like this. I'm like, this is I get deep on one album and then that's it. Like yeah. <laughs> this would be a good album where I'm like, this album start to finish is a great listen and then I don't need any other cold play in my life, and I'm good. Yeah. Um A Whisper is a good song. Oh my God. Um and yeah, I'm, fuck it, I'll just say Clocks
0: Clocks is a good one
1: It's a great song I always wanted to learn that piano piece Beginning um, Do
0: you not know it?
1: I just never bothered Bum, bu- bu- hmm. Not like when I taught myself I know myself it I know it
0: Yeah. Clocks, yeah There's a movie called Sing 2 Maybe you've heard of it
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the kids love this movie, Sing 2. And there's a song in it. Um there's a lot of songs in it. They sing mm-hmm. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. They sing a lot of popular songs in this movie. And then there's okay. a there's like a mid there's a big emotional moment in the movie where there's a song called The Sky Full of Stars. Oh. Right? And this is this I know that song, yeah. This song outside of um like as i don't know how to explain this so like max has he likes music we talk about him and the lithium and put it on my list and all this Mm -hmm. but i was at a thing and that song came on i didn't i'd never heard that song because i never had watched sing Two. but i guess because he's in school he just hears things and that song came on and he was singing along to it and it was like very um emotional for me in a very weird mm. way and i like teared up because he was just like very earnest and he knew the words and it was very adorable and he wasn't doing it for anybody it was just like for himself um and so that song means a lot to me
2: mm. because
0: of that i didn't know that was a coldplay song until we right before we started playing this fucking doing this thing because i oh, that's so i, I look i was looking up coldplay songs I know that I know all the words to that song because Max loves it, and it made me mm-hmm. cry when he sang it quietly at a barbecue I was at once. And I did not know that was a Coldplay song. And then I listened to the Coldplay version, and it fucking sucks. The version from Sing Two is so much better. There's so much. Who does not I don't know. Whoever like voices the gorilla in Sing Two. I don't, know. I, don't
2: mm-hmm. know.
0: I guess it's like, um, it is a famous person. I think. I mean, I can't, okay. It's like a young guy i don't know the broom heads are yelling okay it is i'm not gonna pick that song i just wanted the anecdote um mm-hmm. so um i'm not gonna pick that song i don't really like coldplay i don't really i never really followed coldplay um
1: I, th- I, I like honestly like i enjoyed that album a lot but like i said someone burned me a copy of it and i listened to it a lot and i think it's good but that it wasn't i never went out of my way to see them i like I've got nothing Never against Never really Coldplay. followed them otherwise. I've got
0: nothing against Coldplay. I think there was like a big single that I kind of liked at one point that was after that. Maybe Viva mm-hmm. La Vida, but I can't like for the life of me, like, remember how that song goes right now. But I think I did yeah. like that song.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yellow's a bop. Look at the stars. How they mm-hmm. shine for <laughs> I don't know. They, I just missed them. I think I was like too cool when they were when they were happening. So. Yeah. Um I never really paid too much attention. I feel like they get compared to U2 a lot and that like kind of annoys me because like U2 like made Acton baby and zoo and pop, which are like fucking weird albums. And like Coldplay just made like 10 Joshua trees. So I'm just like, all right. Mm-hmm. I think that that's <laughs> <an> unfair comparison, <laughs> but um, I, I like yellow. I do like clocks as a fucking jam. I can't, I'm not going to fuck around with the clocks. That's a good, yeah, song.
1: right? It's a fucking jam. Like, that's why I was like, I don't know that I liked that whole album a lot, but God, I loved Clocks. What? like, I it's, it's something about it. It just doesn't. What's
0: the scientist. I'm looking it up what's the science i'm looking up their songs like right now the scientist mm-hmm. that is a was on one. that's a popular song yeah that's from a yeah rush that's on
1: that's on a rush blood to the head that one's okay i think I'm i i'm fan. pretty
0: sure i fucked with the rush blood to the head as well though
1: i think that yeah, like it was a good
0: album that was like a big one
1: and it was yeah that's like when because it was her second big album um and I think that's when a lot of people were like, they might be cool. And then I think people dropped off after that.
0: I have a feeling that if I put that album on, I'd know all the songs. It's one of those things that I've probably memory hold it a little yeah. bit. But like, I <laughs> think if I put it on, I'd be like, oh, right. I totally listen to this a lot. That's what I think.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Um- that's what happened to me with Postal Service when I was like, I don't know if I remember much of the Postal Service and I listened to an album and I was like, oh, yeah, I used to listen to this all the time. <laughs>
0: Cause you're a sky, cause you're a sky
1: full of stars Oh man I think I saw you Ooh. I think there is, I don't know It seemed like there was a time when like Chris Martin seemed really cool And it was like when Gwyneth Paltrow started going out with him Before they were married and did all that conscious uncoupling and whatever He is not, um, he is not cool But he's not cool now, neither is Gwyneth Paltrow But there was a time when they were very cool And that was like probably early 2000s
0: Goopy Gwyneth the old goopster the old goop the old the old mistress of goop we got to love her we have to love her <laughs> cuz if we didn't madam a, goop herself there's a very funny um video where uh she's in the iron man movies you know
2: mhm
0: and then um tony stark who's iron man robert downey jr he plays a big role in the Spider-Man movies as well, because he's like Spider-Man's like mentor and benefactor. And mm-hmm. and uh Gwyneth Paltrow was doing a show like a talk show. I think it was like with Jon Favreau, but they weren't. It wasn't a talk show. It was like a YouTube kind of thing where I think they were like cooking food. Mm-hmm. And Favreau is in those movies as well. He directed the first Iron Man and then he plays like the his like friend or whatever. So he's also in the Spider-Man movies with Gwyneth. So they have mm-hmm. a relationship. And in the scene in, uh, on the um, talk show or whatever they're doing, John Favreau like um, offhandedly like mentions. It's like, oh, it's like the scene when we were in Spider-Man and Gwyneth Paltrow mm-hmm. dead ass fucking serious. She's like, I wasn't in Spider-Man. He's like, no, you absolutely were in Spider-Man. I was there with you. Like, she didn't even, she just like. I think
1: I heard about this.
0: She just kind of assumed it was a scene from an Iron Man movie. Like, she just showed up and was like, I'll do it. Which is very funny. So that made me kind of like like Gwyneth. But then I feel like she's, you know, she's just very famous. She's one of those famous people, Mm -hmm. too famous to be like a normal person.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of where Goop loses its touch. With the with the regular folk.
0: Goop. Maybe that's what he was singing about. Sky full of stars. I think I saw you, but he was saying, I think I saw goop. <laughs> Am I part of the disease singing. Right.
1: Oh, so good. Goop. Yeah, my
0: you know who loves Coldplay? My mom, so that gives you a lot to, that gives you a lot to yeah. chew on. There. Okay, they're a mom, yeah. they're a, they've become a mom group,
1: they've become a big mom band.
0: Mm-hmm. One time, my mom was like angry with me because I didn't like Coldplay's um, uh, halftime performance. <laughs> I just don't understand. Was it bad? I don't. I don't, just I don't even care. think I said I didn't like it. I think I was just like, oh yeah, cool. I don't. I didn't really care. Like it was when they were like a lot of they threw like paints or whatever. It was also like them and Beyonce. Oh,
1: I remember that. Yeah, like
0: Beyonce yeah. was also in it, and I probably like said I liked Beyonce more. And my mom was like, "Well, you just don't like Coldplay.
1: I don't understand it." <laughs> Can't, I don't understand why you don't like Coldplay, Pat.
0: All right. Well, we're not. Oh, we did. We're not here to talk about. What do we got, Rach? We got a lot going on in the old world of oh, Degrassi. Yeah,
1: yeah, let me. Give me my, that blurb. My blurb's okay today. It's pretty straightforward. Hit so. me with
0: your best blurb.
1: In Don't Panic, Katie and Marisol fight over Drew. Eli asks for forgiveness of everyone after getting a bipolar diagnosis. And Sav and Miss O kiss mo unsuccessfully runs for president
0: seven miss mo miss
1: i thought mo was gonna win i th- i really thought Mo at the end i was like mo is gonna win for sure 100%. that's definitely what's gonna happen here and then katie won and i was like oh well i guess that's good because she probably should have been president but like <laughs> in my brain in like mo wins that though like because he was funny yeah.
0: he was self-deprecating when he was like um he goes. I got his one thing. He was like, "The only thing I have to say is that I will get more things in the cafeteria, and I won't steal your boyfriend." I
1: was like, yeah, <laughs> I wrote that down.
0: <laughs> Mo, Mo rules. Somebody was telling us that they didn't like Mo. Do you remember? And I don't understand. I can't for the life of me fathom that.
1: Yeah, he's like. I, I'm sure he. Uh, I think he's around more in the future, so I'm curious to see as we get to know him more.
0: So, yeah, it opens up. The cold open starts with Katie and Marisol. And they're talking about Katie's talking about how she wants to win the election. And Marisol's telling her, well, maybe you should wear tighter shirts. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, geez, Marisol. And then she's like, well, you know, I'm only running against Mo, but he's funny. And she goes, yeah, but Mo's an XXL. And I was like, woof, Marisol.
1: That is some real (laughs) questionable comments there,
0: especially when we find out what katie's deal is and it's like oh so you're like talking about his weight and like katie obviously struggles with this you
1: suck yeah
0: where were you landing on marisol in all this in this episode
1: well what was wild to me was that i was like fuck marisol for most of the episode and then there's that shift and i was like whoa she's finally being really kind, but I'm not so sure about, like, that seems like such a quick shift. I, I didn't feel comfortable with it. And then Drew doesn't like Marisol. And then I was like very thrown for a loop. And I was like, I don't know what to do with all of this information. I
0: agree. Drew's whole facade changed real quickly. And it was like he knew something about Marisol that nobody else does, but he doesn't. I think Drew's just weird about like and about like the amount of time he gets with Katie. That's what I think.
1: I yeah, I'm curious to see if there's any kind of twist to this. But I think that, like Drew had been on a date with Marisol and didn't particularly care for her. And so I don't think he minded that they were friends, but when they were going through this fight and he kind of saw what was happening, I think he very much sided against Marisol. Yeah, which... so then it was hard for him to come around to her suddenly being her best friend again. Uh, so
0: maybe that's like his anger issues still sticking around, I guess, maybe.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, those anger issues.
0: Yeah, Marisol was, like, very, like, your boyfriend's so nice. Like, at the end, after they had that whole fight, and I was just like, this is weird, man.
1: It was such a shift as someone who's just been through, like, a friend breakup. Like, I was just shocked by, like, how horrible it was. Like, that then she was just, like, totally cool with her. And it's, like... I, I was very surprised by that. Yeah, she. Yeah, we'll get. We'll we'll. Like my yeah, like my friend situation was not as mean as this one. <laughs> this was so mean. Like they were both very mean to each other, and I was just like shocked by. I mean, they're also high schoolers, so
0: basically, Marisol's like, I really like Drew. Can you put in a good word for me? And Mar- and Katie's like, oh boy, I'm kind of dating Drew, but she doesn't tell her that. Of course, Marisol finds out and she gets very mad. And so she decides she's also going to run for president. And then she's going to start like dragging uh, Katie's name through the mud. And she tells everybody that she has uh, an eating disorder, that she's bulimic. But before that, at another like uh, debate, Katie's like, Why would anybody vote for you? You're a home wrecker. You took KC from his baby mama. And then Jenna was in the audience and she was like, That's true. (laughs) I.
1: I loved that. But it's like after Marisol said some shit about her, like that's the thing that I will say is that Katie's mistake here was that I guess Marisol liked Drew, but like we didn't know that particularly. And I don't know if Katie knew that, but I I know that there is this kind of dilemma, especially when you're a teenager, about like you can't date the guy that your friend likes. I yeah I once had a crush. there was a lot of that I mean I've dealt with that into my 30s with like not with me with a friend but with like friends getting mad at each other because of that
0: I will tell you that there was a time in my life when I had a crush on somebody and she was dating somebody else and then she was no longer dating that person and like a friend of mine knew that knew that I had a crush on this person Mm -hmm. and knew that I was like oh she's not dating anybody anymore and then he swooped in And I was really pissed about it. And I was like, I remember I told him, I was like, I I was like, I don't think we could be friends anymore. (laughs) Because I'm just like Mm -hmm. really upset and hurt that he did that. And like Mm -hmm. a day went by and he just went, I'm not accepting that as like a thing. That's stupid. It's not going to happen. We're going to be friends. And we were just friends. (laughs) I was was like, you're right. (laughs) Like, that is stupid. We're just going to. Is he
1: still with that person? (laughs) No. Okay. No. No.
0: This is millions of. you, You know how old I am, Rachel?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know that this has ever happened with me and a friend. That like, I I don't think that I ever dated someone that someone else liked, and I don't think anyone dated someone that I liked, and it was like a sore subject. Yeah, um, it really. But Maricel. I understand. Like, it is it is a thing. But like, Marisol takes it to kind of an extreme, in my opinion. Um, I agree. And I also I also feel like Katie in that friendship is maybe not allowed to be the one who's interested in a guy either by the way that. They were talking to each other that like Katie's only like kiss two guys. And like she doesn't have whereas Marisol is like. Going on dates with everyone, well, you know, and, Katie,
0: famously Katie, no drama. So she doesn't like to get yeah. involved. Oh, true.
1: In yes. Things. Yeah. So she but this was some she got immediately into the drama.
0: <clears throat> I think you're right. I think it came across as like, oh, Katie's the studious one and she cares about like this stuff. She doesn't do yeah. the dating. So she, so it made Marisol like aghast at the idea that like Drew would and, like her more.
1: Yeah, and then Katie was just so worried because she's like, Marisol has been a friend for so long. She's like a sister to me. I don't know what I would do without her. Um, And
0: then she was... But then
1: Marisol literally gives her an ultimatum. She's like, end this with Drew or else. I know, isn't that crazy?
0: Like, that to me, I was like, that's... That was
1: crazy to me. I was just like, that's so uncalled for. But I guess, like, it's one thing to say something in the heat of the moment, but I was just surprised the lengths that she kind of went to in this situation where like, you know, they're talking in front of the school and yeah,
0: but she does yeah. expect her to do it. Cause then she goes to do it and then ends up not doing it. Cause Drew's like, absolutely not. And then, uh, she's Marisol, like, how did it go with Drew? She's like, well, I didn't do it. And she was so mad. Mm-hmm. And then she was mm-hmm. like, well, I hope he doesn't find out about your little secret, which turns out to be that she had an eating disorder from soccer. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and that she still struggles with it, as we heard, because Drew wanted her to eat a cheeseburger and she was like, Do you know how many calories are in that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, I don't know how many. And they didn't tell us.
1: Probably a lot. You think so? I don't know. I didn't see the burger. Yeah. Some of them are better or worse than others. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So
0: then after this whole thing goes down, She the rumor starts to spread that she has had an eating disorder and Katie goes on the Dave and uh, Adam show.
1: Well, this is after Miss O comes up to her because this rumor has been going around, and she's like, you know, just like, oh, because right. this is going around, like, you know, we just have to set up a meeting with the guidance counselor. And Katie asks if they can do it next week after the election and stuff, and she's cool with it. Before she goes on the yeah show, yeah.
0: So then she goes on the show, and Dave's like, "We have a lie detector. Can you do a lie
1: app? <laughs> An app? A lie yeah. detector app?
0: <laughs> Prove to us that you're not bulimic." And then of course she fails the lie detector test. Which is stupid. Mm-hmm. Even she's like, I, I'm just going to say that that lie detector was wrong or whatever. But Drew
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and Drew is not handling this in the right way because Drew's like, you would never have an eating disorder. I know you. And it's like, not, rather than being like, yeah. if this is real, it's OK. Well, I mean, he gets there when he does realize it's real.
1: Yeah. And like that, it was such that was such a weird thing to say that I was kind of like, I don't know how I would react in that situation if, if you know. And Drew's here like Katie's like, why do you like me? And he's like, you know, you were you saw me at my worst and you stuck around. And so I kind of would think that Drew would be right there to support her if something because it's that kind of reciprocal relationship, because it's not just him now. It's like it could be he could be there for her about something. So I was kind of surprised when he kept saying, like, you would never have an di- eating disorder. Right. And it's like a lot of people have eating disorders. Yeah. and all, But I mean, <laughs> she's
0: also telling him that she didn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's understandable in some ways because then when she does fess up and she's like it is true he doesn't bat an eye at that point he's like it's f- whatever like, true, true. He, so yeah. he is pretty good there at the, in, in that moment mm-hmm. but it is still when she's like only like someone I think she says like pathetic or
1: something would have an eating disorder and he's like yeah and you're mm-hmm. certainly not pathetic and I was like yikes yeah, it's like a lot of people have eating disorders. And then the people who don't have like diagnosable eating disorders have like disordered eating because there's so much out there about body image and it's it's traumatizing. So yeah. <laughs> it's that was a interesting <laughs> situation.
0: Meanwhile, Marisol and and Katie are are duking it out for this presidency. And everyone's just like sleeping on poor old Mo. Mo's like, what am yeah. I chopped liver? Nobody thinks I can win. <laughs>
1: it's so great. Mo's whole platform is like bringing fries back to the calf. That's all he
0: cares about. And
1: bringing other food back to the calf. And all Marisol's platform is is like dances and parties and fun yeah. stuff. And then Katie actually is the one that has an answer to questions. They have this like debate. They call it like a Q&A, but it's like a debate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's like, they're like, if you got $500 from a fundraiser, what would you do with it?
2: Party. Party.
0: Pizza. And then he was like, pizza. And then Katie said, I would pull the students and then I would find out what they would want. And I was like, that's a great answer.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> that's like very reasonable. <laughs> but before this, no.
0: Probably. I'm all over yeah, the place. Before, <clears throat>
1: before, before the Q&A, Katie um drew she's with Drew and this is when he's like you wouldn't have an eating disorder like after the radio show and she starts eating like some cheese puffs oh yeah and then she runs to the bathroom <laughs> and goes to like is like crying in a bathroom stall and this is when Marisol comes in and it's like a little bit of a change because she's like suddenly like she sees Katie this sad and she's like being kinder to her but not kind enough and Katie's like your horrible friend Friends off. at this point
0: <clears throat> i wasn't obviously like on at this point i understood why katie said the things she did because i was also sort of like don't even bother with this person she
1: was like, well yeah i was i was kind of surprised i was like it sounds like you guys could use a good break from each other
0: yeah she says she's you're dead to me
1: marisol was so mean
0: yeah so then they're
1: over something so like and the thing is is that you know, if you like a guy and your friend swoops in and starts dating them, it's it's tough. But, like, and Katie should have been upfront about the fact that, like, she and Drew were already kind of seeing each other. Yes. Like she shouldn't have lied about it. like that's fair. But, like, it's just such to start telling people about your bulimia. like that's shitty,
0: but also, like, that date was a million years ago. It was pre bianca, first of all. And then Mm -hmm. this whole, so, so much had happened and then Mm -hmm. she did not pursue Drew. It, and she says that it just happened. So there's no, like, you don't own rights over this person you had one date with six months ago or however long ago it was. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but you're right. They probably should have had more open communication about it, but that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. She tells her she hates her. She she's dead to her. And never wants to talk to her again. And then in that debate that you we were just talking about, someone's like, someone comments like, "You lose your lunch," <laughs> which is like a reference to uh, vomiting. Mm-hmm. And that's when Marisol steps up and she's like, "I made those rumors up." They're just rumors. I made them up because I knew I couldn't beat Katie. She's too good. I'm I'm withdrawing from the race so Katie can win. And that's when Mo's like, well, what about me? Like,
1: I might win. (laughs) I loved I loved Mo and all of this. Like, Mo is just like, he's not going to win. It's fine.
0: So then we never even see them have a reconciliation. This is just the reconciliation here. They become friends again. They're going to celebrate together with Drew. Drew's not into it. She she mm-hmm. does win the presidency. Spoiler alert. Not Mo. It would have been mm-hmm. so funny if Mo fucking won the presidency, though.
1: It would have. I mean, well, I was almost expecting that because I was like, oh, this bickering back and forth. And then Mo would win, I to- like, watch that happen. I totally
0: but... thought that was going to happen. And what a fun use of Mo that would have been to be the president of Degrassi. Yeah. But alas. Oh, also Marisol announced that she was going to be in the race for president and then had t-shirts made like the next day. That was a fast yeah. T-shirt press. That
1: was a fast turnaround. That does not happen. That's That was amazing. Were there, so you make them yourself, were there
0: T-shirts going around when you were running for class? Not necessarily you specifically, but the people were running. I
1: never ran for class president, but no, there were no T-shirts. Yeah, right? Posters, but no T-shirts. Yeah, you made posters. You wrote like, hey, vote for me. Yeah, there were like video ads on like the screens at the school. I was it was something else.
0: Those ads were so funny, like the pictures of them. I loved mm-hmm. it. I, we didn't see one of Mo though, I don't think. I think it was just a Vola. Oh, and then at one point So <clears throat> uh she fails the lie detector test, Katie. So then this isn't another scene, it's Fiona. Oh, fuck One of the great characters of all time. She's looking at the posters and she's like, Well, who am I supposed to vote for? The liar, the home wrecker, or this person I've never heard
1: of? That really got me. (laughs) Poor Mo. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But it really ends on this weird note where, like, Drew is not happy about them being friends again. And it's like, I feel like we don't have enough information yet to kind of know why that is. Because I don't, like, Marisol was shitty to Katie but I didn't feel like drew was like so on her side. So I'm like, there's something else going on there that we don't know the full story of.
0: I feel like <clears throat> this is going to be more of a drew problem.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I'm curious to see, cause I'm, I'm hoping it comes back in another episode. Oh, it
0: has to, because it was using. very evident that
1: he was, they, like, it was really like a thing. It wasn't just like something they'll write off. So I'm curious about where that goes, but yeah, this was the this was the roller coaster of emotions for me because I felt like I was mad at Marisol for how she acted, and then she suddenly came back, and then they were like friends again. And I was like, wait, I feel so conflicted about this.
0: <laughs> yeah, because Marisol did her very dirty.
1: <clears throat> yeah,
0: to be like, this is the one secret that I have that I have entrusted to you, and even though it's probably it's never good to keep a secret, like it's, but it is also no. y- her. It should be her decision to out herself about that Mm -hmm. i think ultimately and
1: i mean and i think pretty early on that katie's like can we just talk about it and marisol doesn't want to talk about it and she's you know you you can be mad about it but like you should try to come back later and talk about it
0: then I think ultimately had she just been like, yes, I had an eating disorder and it's under control. And you know what? Let's talk about eating disorders. Let's let's have a, a dialogue mm-hmm. about this because it's the thing that happened. I think it actually probably would have been even beneficial to her as a yeah. I don't think that would have been like a, a deterrent. I don't think people would be like, oh, my God, I w- could I could never vote for someone who went through a problem. Like, I think that's sort of like what uh, makes us feel close to people when we realize people mm-hmm. struggle with other things. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's a shared, um, it, it makes you seem more real, but I also had this like dark thought too, where I was like, is, does drew like Katie? Because she can support him, but she can't have her own problems. But that didn't seem to be kind no, of like because, how it went. <clears throat> so, I, but yeah, i am just, so now I'm just so curious, like why he doesn't like Marisol. I'm like, what's going on there? Because no more details. It's not
0: like Ma- she, I think he definitely maybe over the two days that they were fighting, he got used to being like the person she was with the most and confided in the mm-hmm. most. And now like that might rock mm-hmm. the boat a little bit, but again, it's been like two days.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know. I guess we'll see. Rach, I don't know if you noticed this. I -hmm. noticed it, and I only noticed it in the second episode, so it might not be also for the first episode, but did you see who directed the second episode, at least the second episode of this? This is for the Dope Monkeys on the old Patreon. The second Mm -hmm. episode, and I imagine probably also the first, but certainly the second episode, is directed by the great Farhad Man. Do you know who that is, Rach? Farhad Man? Oh my
1: god from from devil's diary the director
0: of the great movie the great halloween movie
1: with alex that i was sitting here going is it suds (laughs) no No, he can't be in this game anymore and then i was like is it stefan brogren because i know he started directing at some point but no it's farhead it's directed
0: by the director of devil's diary i missed that the horror movie we watched many years ago on the patreon that starred mm-hmm. Alex is, and it also had Emma. Am I gonna say Emma? Emma. It mm-hmm. had Miriam Catherine. This movie's mm-hmm. what the, if if you go on the get on the Patreon to go back in time and listen to that because that's one of the best episodes of anything we've ever done. So shout it's out.
1: Like, it, but it's also a great movie. If you can find it, it's so ridiculous. It's so but ridiculous. watch it and then listen to our Patreon. Um,
0: shout out Farhead Man for, for getting behind the old lens for these episodes. One of our favorites. It's a grassy oh, Hall of Famer not a Dean Hall of Famer yet. Although I already put one in today, but I'm not going to I'm not going to. Uh,
1: Next time we see Farhead Man. Directed an I'll Degrassi.
0: Well, I, I looked it up. So. He directed four. I'm assuming these are two of them. Okay, <laughs> don't panic parts one and two, but you know far had man, the best, God bless him. classic anyway, you know what uh
1: do you do this? this bulimia is bulimia starts with good one b, b- bulimia story. story b is for Eli. <laughs> Bipolar. B is for bipolar. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah,
0: that's true, too. B is for bipolar. <sighs> Eli!
1: Crazy in a way that this so is a yeah. B
0: story, I have to say. Feels like an A story.
1: This could have been an A story, but I kind of understand why they gave a lot. Of, I mean, honestly, all of these could have been an A story if this had been rewritten. I just think
0: that both the B and the C story are more compelling than, like, Katie. <laughs>
1: But we also don't really know Katie. I know. I I know they were trying to give us a chance. I agree. You're right. They're trying to say like, do you want to get to know Katie? This is Katie. I guess so. She's no drama, but she also is drama.
0: All constant drama.
1: Constant drama. Um, nothing, nothing but drama. Nbd. So
0: Eli gets a bipolar diagnosis, which I guess he didn't have prior, but he did have meds that he wasn't taking.
1: Yeah, and I kind of thought that's what he had, but I don't know if they never officially said it. But it seemed like no one knew that that's what he had.
0: No, Claire was, like, surprised by it. So it was a lot of that. And he needs to pretty much, like, make amends with the people that he hurt at Degrassi. And they do (laughs) a very clever thing where they do, like, he, he says, like... There's the first person I have to do this for is someone who I need in my life, who I need very much. She's the only person who's going to, like, help me get through all this. And you're and I obviously I think we're all thinking the same thing. It's Claire and it's not. It was the greatest character, the bridge to all people. Fiona Apple coin.
1: God bless. And her. he gave her a Best Actress Award for jumping in at the last minute. It was very cute.
0: I am very much into their friendship. Very.
1: Yeah. I like their friendship a lot. This
0: fucking happens with Fiona. Whenever Fiona like becomes friends with somebody, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. When she becomes girlfriends with somebody, it's not always as good as when she just becomes regular friends with them. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Rachel? Do you know what I'm talking about? Charlie. Yeah,
1: Charlie. <laughs> Hey. I heard that voice and I know it. Hey,
0: it's me, Charlie. Do you want to get on my scooter with me and go get your kid a ride? Now live in your house. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> um, but I'm loving the the friendship between Eli and Fiona, who's like going along with his schemes and like helping him like figure stuff out. Eli is a really great character, I have to say.
1: Yes. I I I think we both love Eli. Yeah, like, I, I really think, as a character. I
0: love Eli. He's so he's so good. He's got a lot of shit, and he deals with it. And sometimes he doesn't, and that's mm-hmm. interesting to watch also as well. Okay. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. but so he's he's trying to make amends. And the big person, the first person is Fiona, who's very much like, "Cool, let's be we're we're, mm-hmm. we're boys. I'm into it." And then the other one is Jake.
1: Yeah. And I'm assuming this list is longer because it seems like it had some names on it. But that's as far as we get to. We only get to Jake.
0: Because Jake is not accepting of the apology.
1: No. And, and his therapist explains to him that, like, you can apologize, but it doesn't mean someone has to accept it. And you can't control that. Right. Like, you can only control your own actions.
0: Totally. And but he is a little bit like. No, I need to. I need this.
1: He's like, I need forgiveness.
0: There's a little bit of like eh, OCG there, too, where it's like, a, no, 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 no. Can't do it. Can't move on mm-hmm. until this person has forgiven me. And he has is very much insisting. And I think he believes this, that he is mm-hmm. moving on from Claire, that he's not trying to get Claire back, that he understands that that ship is sailed and he just wants her to be happy. So his plan is at one point he sees Claire and Jake arguing about something in in the school and he decides, well, he's going to take this as an opportunity because he knows so much about Claire that he can kind of help Jake to f- mend the fences with Claire somehow. Mm hmm. And God bless the writers of the show, because it's an absolutely hilarious way in which they get there. I loved it. Oh it's very fun and silly.
1: They really went for it. It's just so they're in Dom Perignon's class. And I do not. I think I might have missed the a little bit of the setup as to, like, why this was a project they had to do. Oh, I just. I don't somehow. Think I think it's just
0: a project.
1: Yeah, they didn't. They didn't really explain, like, the context of it. But I guess that Jake had proposed doing a project about a sweat lodge. And so Eli jumps on this and it's like, I'm going to help him with the sweat lodge.
0: I've done a lot of research about sweat lodges. Can I team up with Jake? If it's okay with you, of course. (laughs) And Jake's like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And they build, and and his plan is he's going to like trap Claire and Jake in the sweat lodge because there, they will go and like tell each other, they'll be open with each other, I guess, because mm-hmm. they're sweating. Yeah, is that the plan?
1: And they're stuck in there, yeah, they're stuck in there, yeah.
0: Because Fiona's not letting them out. It's, the, it's
1: like the only no, reason. No, no. And it's like, it's just with like, there's a structure and there's some like cloth over it or fabric. It's like not really. I feel like they if they really wanted to get out, they could.
0: The structure was soundly built though by old uh, Jake. Jake yes. Jake knows how to cut down trees and build a sweat lodge because something, 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 a guy he once knew. Yeah. I forget why. Yeah. Um, And the deal is that Jake didn't want to go see some movie that Claire wanted to see. And so they were fighting about it. But of course it's not about the movie. It's about how he reacts to simple things like this. And how will you react to bigger things down the line? Like when our parents find out we're dating, because let's not forget they're dating. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And that's why this relationship is so much hotter than other relationships, Rach. Because mm-hmm. their mother and father are, may get married. And if they get married, mm-hmm. Jake and Claire will be step-siblings. And that, as a relationship, is much hotter than just regular oh people becoming being in a
1: relationship. And then you put those step-siblings in a sweat lodge and then oh it is my like God. literally much hotter. By
0: the way, that took you far too long to realize what I was doing there.
1: I was just, I was like, where is he going <laughs> with this? Like, like, that's are, like, I am a long work day, you but... You are an easy
0: mark, <laughs> dude. Like, i that you don't know this is coming from the minute we sit down.
1: I, like, it's funny that... <laughs> It's funny that it's happened so much, but like, and then it didn't happen. So I think I just forgot it. But I've like put it aside kind of like I had to do with Piers Morgan at some point. I was
0: listening to last week's episode and there was a real great opportunity for it. And I totally biffed it. And I was so mad uh. at myself. I was so mad that I biffed it. I don't remember where, where it was, but I, rem- I, mm-hmm. I, 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 chat I kept it in the old bread basket up here for next time. Mm-hmm. And there you go. So, Basically, Eli helps Claire and Jake get back together. Am I missing
1: something? No, I think that's really it. Like DJ Bullfrog was around. Oh, my favorite thing is that Eli's like, I dated Claire for three months. I know her. I know. That is ridiculous. But, like, to be fair, he does. They do. They have a cosmic connection. They do. They they do. And they belong together. Jake is just a. Jake
0: is the. Poor Jake. He's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, God, this fucking
1: guy. I don't even mind him. He's
0: just like, he's milk toast. He's Chris Mm -hmm. Martin.
1: Yeah. And I love that Fiona went along with this, even though she was like, I think this is a scheme that we should not be doing. Fiona
0: Apple gets <laughs> Claire to Fiona Apple. Fiona Coin gets Claire to the sweat lodge and she's like, Jake, what's go- what's wrong? He's like, nothing. And Fiona's like. I guess I must have misread the situation. You're you owe me for this.
1: And she just like. Leaves.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> <and walks out. laughs> Fiona's the best dude. She's so good. And
1: and like we said, Claire, like reacted to the bipolar diagnosis, which is why I was like, I don't think that they mentioned that specifically before. Yeah. Um, and Claire says that, like the big worry with her was that it was all about because like Jake didn't want to go to this movie with her. And then she was like, well if you can't suffer through this movie, like how are you going to deal with the harder things? Like and which is a big question to pose like a 16-year-old, but sure. How
0: are you going <laughs> to suffer through the movie we make when our parents are together and then we're step-siblings and we make a movie?
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so
0: there's one They end up yeah. Go ahead.
1: They end up making up and then Jake is cool with Eli at this. And then they have to present the project. So Claire and Fiona leave. And Claire was also supposed to go cover the debate, the Q&A. Yeah.
0: She's like there. Oh, And also Fiona comes over and she goes to tries to go into the sweat lodge to get her out. And she's like, they're making out in there. And Eli's
1: outside. And she's like,
0: what are you trying to find each other's tonsils? Something about tonsils. I don't remember the exact Something side.
1: about tonsils. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. It wasn't anything scandalous, like no, they, they were making a yeah. lot worse. They weren't like
0: bones on <laughs> yeah. in the fucking sweat no, lodge. No. So after all this happens, Eli is walking with Fiona, and he's like, "Well, there's another person I have to try to make amends with here," and it's good old Imogen. Now, lest we forget, now I'm not saying Imogen is not a victim of um Eli's sort of lying and scheming, but to to be fair, Imogen. Encouraged Eli to stop taking his meds. And then he was pretty upfront, except for maybe like 10 minutes where he was like, Oh, no, 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 I'm using you to get back at Claire.
1: Like, he wasn't yeah. like. I mean, he wasn't, it wasn't good though. No, I would still no, still say. No, no, like, no. even though he was kind of upfront about it, I still would say it was like bad.
0: So she, he basically, yeah, it was, look, I'm not defending it. It is bad. But like, she did. Encourage him to stop taking his meds in a rather Mm -hmm. weird kind of way, if we recall correctly. I I like Imogen. She's fine. He apologizes Mm -hmm. to her and she's like, you really broke my heart. And he's like, I know I did. And I'm sorry. And let me make it up to you to take you out for coffee. But he says, I just Mm want to be your friend. I Just want to be friends. She's like, I think I could squeeze you in. So everything's looking eli everything's looking up, Eli. What? How do you Com- say that? Coming, coming up, coming up, Eli. Coming up, Eli.
1: It's all coming up, Eli. Eli is
0: having a nice, easy road to um, his uh, apology tour so far.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's like, seem. I don't. I wonder if he's on different meds now too. Like, if they gave him something else. Because I also know, like, sometimes things don't work. He's still um, dry swallowed it though. Better... Oh, I saw that, and I was just like, how. Not a tiny pill. It wasn't a big pill, though, was it? I don't know. I just feel like just you don't have a bottle of water with you or something.
0: I recently saw this like TikTok of this guy and he was like, to everybody who like backs into a parking space, we fucking get it. Like, give it a rest. Like, just pull in. Oh, so you can like pull out quicker. Like, that was the whole thing. It's like, just it's we know why you're doing this. And it seems that seems to be the same thing about dry swallowing a pill. It's like, all right. Cool.
1: Yeah. Just straight. I got to say, I the parking lot at the apartment that I'm staying in, I do kind of have to back the car I in. I back the car really into my. to, I, get to out I have
0: to back the car into my mind
1: Yeah. Day. Yeah. Every day? I used to back it in, in when I lived in Astoria, too. But like in a parking lot, no. I don't know. I'm just going to pull. I'm, the dream is to pull through. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Pull through is That's what you a want. That's the dream in a parking
1: <clears throat> lot. Yeah.
0: Pull through is what you want. Pull through is always what you want mm-hmm. in a parking lot. But sometimes it doesn't happen. I'm never backing in a parking lot. I'm always pulling. I'm just going zip right no, in the, the no. spot there. <clears throat> hey, Rach, got uh, I ask you something? Yeah. Did you mind getting the C story?
1: Yeah. Um, so Miss O and Sav finally get together. Miss O and Sav, sabotage, and Miss O sabotage. <clears throat> This I yeah, don't he, even know what to say about this because I was like cringing the whole time.
2: It, it's
1: just, it's
0: so corny on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. like she writes a song that's like, mm-hmm. I can't do it. He walked in the room. and, and
1: then She's like, I got to go. It, yeah, like I'm not 23. I'm also surprised that like she seems older than 23 to me and also just like logistically should probably be older than 23 because she's like she's been teaching there for like at least I mean maybe it's only been this school year but That's I felt like thing. it was like maybe another one Um, it's just maybe you know it's been multiple seasons but when you think about the fact that I'm like well she had to have gone to school and learned to be a teacher but she also was touring with a band that toured with Arcade Fire like how did these things all fit together I was like I don't know I just feel like at 23 I was still pretty young and dumb um oh yeah totally. and i had done a lot but i i was just still surprised i was like really i feel like she's got to be like at least 25 and then uh, then it puts more distance between them and then it feels weirder like how would she fall for this guy but as a 23 year old i'm like i could see it
0: kind of me too and then like yeah
1: <clears throat> and also like he's kind of like he's not dreamy but he's kind of dreamy he's definitely like a
0: work in progress kind
1: of thing. Yeah, like he's he's figuring his shit out. He still collected stickers two years ago, but you know he's getting there.
0: The thing that was like so funny was that their like flirtation was like she goes, Seth, I've been meaning to talk to you about your musical interests." And he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, that band I told you about, Sick Drummer." And she's like, "Mediocre at best, Dead Hand. Dead, dead
1: hand. hand. Remember Dead Hand." <laughs>
0: Sick drummer. Mediocre at best. Like,
1: this is how you flirt. This is why
0: you're into 17-year-olds. No. You fucking weird.
1: But that's also, like, at that age, if I had been in a similar situation, I would have been the same way on either side. Because it's like, when you, this was also, like, I mean, the internet was a thing at this point. But I feel like there's something about when you find people who like the same thing that you do when you're younger. Yeah, And 23 is still pretty young yeah, that it's, it's just young. like when you can bond over that, it's very easy for it to become something more.
0: He's 17. It's a big age difference though. It's still six yeah. years.
1: It's six he years. He may be 18. I don't know, but yeah. it's still, that's it's still, as old as he is. It's a big age
0: difference, especially then yeah. you just have, you do even at 23 and versus 17, you do have a lot more like independence and more like world. I think you sort of start to like build mm-hmm. your, I don't know either way. It's very, it's very kind of harmless. It's not, she's not like, I know
1: we, we've talked about this before and it's like those things where it's like, there is a big difference, but you can totally see how it happens still. Like it's, I still think that it's just very easy for that because it's not, it's not that huge sometimes of a difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So she's like, I'm going to help you with a song. And he, she like helps him with the song. And then she's like, let me play this song for you. And it's a song about him. And then she runs away and then she comes back and she says, I shouldn't have run away. And then they kiss on the lips. Not a hot kiss, to be fair.
1: Not a hot kiss. No, it's not going to win best kiss for this. Not going to
0: sure. win best kiss. And then the funniest part of the, of the whole episode happens where he's like walking by her classroom and the, the children aren't listening oh to her. And God. she's like, I need everybody to sit down. And he's not even in the class. And he comes mm-hmm. in and he's like, everybody listen to Miss Owen, sit down. And Owen's like, that was
1: so funny. <laughs> that's when
0: Owen, Owen goes, get a room, bro. <laughs> I was like, so I kind of thought this was going to, like, give Miss O a charge and she was going to, like, come find him and, like, make out with him. That's what I thought.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: But that's not what happens. She's like, I don't need you to help me. I'm just like, I'm a grown up. You don't need to do this. Whatever. And And also,
1: like, I will just, like, point out that in the meanwhile all of this while Mo is running for president, he's got little bit like interstitials with Sav and there's a point where he's like miss oh oh (laughs) oh
0: Mo's totally in on the whole thing he knows everything that's going on he
1: knows this is happening Mo
0: is Sav's best friend which is hilarious
1: Yeah, Sav has no friends anymore ever since he broke up with Holly J where the fuck is Holly J I was thinking this this episode. I was like, where is she on her kidney dialysis? Because her her other people are here. She's just.
0: She might be getting the. But we know it's
1: three weeks till graduation right now. Oh, there's still a lot of
0: episodes left.
1: Well, I think that this is a split season. So I think it covers. It goes up to that. And then it goes on to the next school year or something or the summer. I don't know. They don't understand how time works. Yeah, not at all. So
0: after the. Listen to Miss O. Rumors start to fly, and Miss O and uh, Sav get called into Archibald Simpson's office. Mm -hmm. And he's like, there's been rumors about an inappropriate relationship, but I've been the victim of rumors myself, because I remember Sinead Graham's speech. (laughs) So I don't want to jump to any conclusions, so tell me. And this mirrors the A story in that Mm -hmm. Marisol cops to starting rumors Mm -hmm. even though they are true rumors, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which I
0: guess it makes it not a rumor anymore. Rumor has it. It's true. That's
1: what this episode should have been, but that song probably wasn't out then. No, it was because
0: there was already an Adele. We've already talked about Adele.
1: Oh, you're right. When did that song come out?
0: We already did Adele. We did Chasing Pavements, I think.
1: That's right. Which is an old song.
0: But I feel like rumor has it is around the same time as Chasing.
1: Pa- Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I'm not a.
0: I'm not an Adele. I'm not an Adele expert. An Adele expert, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
1: Rumor has it the movie came out in 2005.
0: Sure, of course the the movie that presupposes the Oh,
1: 2011. So it would have been right at this time. Rumor has it.
0: So. Um, Sav, much like Marisol, comes out and says, I started the rumors. He goes, some of the guys were razzing me about being unlucky in love. That's what he says. Unlucky in love. What a loser. So I just but said that's I was. Kind
1: of, that's kind of very Sav-like, right? Yeah,
0: totally. So I said I was dating Miss O, and he got her off the hook. Detention for the rest of the school year, but like you said, there's only three weeks left. Mm-hmm. And a written apology to Miss O. So Miss O makes him another CD. And And she. what's
1: happened just before this is that she says to him, like, sorry if I led you on. Like, she's kind of trying to end it.
0: Yeah. So is it already over? Man, bummer.
1: I don't know. Well, this is before. Sorry. Before they see Simpson. That's what happened. So then he he takes the blame for it and that he started the rumors and he's going to have detention every day. And so. Then Miss O seems to kind of feel bad but then she also gives she's like gives him a CD and it's like oh this is that CD I meant to return to you and then on the back it's like if we ever need to discuss music like after <laughs> so you never. graduate after you graduate
0: and he is graduating in 3 weeks so this could get hot and heavy pretty quick
1: yeah i'm curious to see like how long it goes on for
0: I don't think they're going to put that in the episode if something's not going
1: to happen with them.
0: I think something more is going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then Simpson... not that
1: I not that I want it to happen because it's bad, but I want it to happen. <laughs> like, what's gonna it,
0: happen? it honestly becomes less bad, though, when yeah. he's 18 and not her student. Right. I mean yeah, it does you might
1: already be 18, but
0: for me, yeah, exactly. You're right. You're probably right. For me, it becomes far it's less It's
1: student sad. teacher relationship that's tricky.
0: And I don't think she's his teacher. Not that I'm not no, 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 no. Shut up, Pat. You gotta stop.
1: Yeah. Stop, stop well, making you know, there's excuses. A of, there's a lot of there's a lot of college teachers who date their students, which is like no better of a situation. It's just that you're all adults.
0: Like Ross from Friends, right?
1: Yeah. And it's like there's still that dynamic there that's a bit weird, but it's like a boss dating um someone that works for him. You know, there's like a lot of Yeah, but they don't that's pretty
0: frowned on too these
1: days. Yeah, true, true.
0: Um, so yeah, that's where we leave it. And Rach, you know what I always like to do? I always like to ask you this one question does it or does it? Does it go there? Does it not go there? What do you think?
1: I think it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I don't think it goes there quite enough for me.
0: Yeah, for an episode that has a teacher student making out in a
1: also for one titled Don't Panic, which sounds like it could really go there.
0: Yeah, it goes there kinda not that much. I'm sorta with you, pal. I mean, obviously like the miss o, when I saw Miss O come in and give that CD to Sav, I was like, yes this is what I've been waiting for. And then it was just kind of anticlimactic. She was just, she just kind of like did the right thing.
1: <laughs> Her song was so lame. though. Her song sucked.
0: He well, wa- so Anytime bad. anybody says like he walked through the door in the lyrics, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, your lyrics are bad. Don't say anything about bad drumming. When these are your lyrics, these are terrible lyrics.
1: It was so bad, but I did. I did like when she was trying to make his song better. And I was like, this is, I can see why they would get into a relationship. Like I would totally do this too. <laughs>
0: It would be pretty fun if they just got started a band.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. good. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I'm going with. I'm with you. I, I. It doesn't. It doesn't really go there. I don't think. Good episodes. I've enjoyed. I've really enjoyed this mm-hmm. season. To be. Quite, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been enjoyable. Like a lot's happened, and remember, it all started with Bianca dancing at that radio contest.
0: Which is pretty good too. Yeah. Never forget. Never forget. Who would? Who could? Who um
1: could? Pat, there's so many ways I could go this time. Like who would you lock in a sweat lodge? Who would you give a mix CD to? But I'm going to say which of these characters would you vote for for president?
0: Mo. I would of, have, voted for, Mo. I would have voted for Mo. I would have voted for Mo. Of the three of them, I would have voted for Mo. But I know what you're doing. I know you're asking me my MVG in a fun way, which is very good. Um you know what? Here's what I'm going to say to you. I'm going to say to you a name I've said before, and I'll probably say it a million more times, But I'm going to say Eli. Uh, good Eli in this episode. Eli mending fences. Eli working hard. Eli and Fiona is a new friendship that I really, really love, and I can't wait to see blossom. Um. So, yeah, I'm going on Eli. Could have Eli. said Farhead Man, but I'm going to say Eli. How about you, Rach?
1: Farhead Man, great directing in this episode. Um. I... Would love to say Eli because i I'm realizing that Eli is like my favorite whenever he Eli on, it's not that Eli you said it uh, Eli <laughs> it's not because i don't it's funny it's just I find his stories the most interesting. there's nothing else about him in particular that I you know am that into, but I think that instead of Eli because I feel like I say him a lot, I'm gonna go with Katie, um, Katie. because this is I think this is a time that she kind of gets to shine a little bit and even though I there's some weird shit going on with Marisol and Drew and I don't know where this is going to go but I'm curious to see what happens and I kind of feel like she did well with what she was given
0: I think this is going to be a Drew thing I think it's going to be all Drew's sort of like peccadillo's I like (laughs) yeah Katie Katie it's Katie's episode so you -hmm. love giving it to the person whose episode it is which I do too I think. I mean, is good,
1: like, I kind of wanted to give it to Sab and Miss O's relationship because it's kind of
0: burned like, hot and fast.
1: Yeah, had that kiss been might a little keep hotter, going, might keep going. If that, that kiss was hotter, had that kiss been, a lot, it's funny. I'll give it to the Sweat Lodge, uh, the appropriative uh, Sweat Lodge.
0: I've I've been on this podcast many times, uh, getting very bent out of shape about those kind of romances, but.
1: Just got your text, by the way. (laughs) But
0: there's something about this one that feels like (laughs) I kind of think that maybe I don't know. They seem kind of right for each other. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? They both seem kind of like dorks. Maybe it'll be good. Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll work out.
1: We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I kind of I kind of like it, even though I know it's wrong. It's like it's not I kind of I get it. Well, I drama. like that she's like the older woman and she's 23. And I was like, I thought I was so old at 23. But now looking back, I'm like, you were such a baby. You had no, no idea what was going on.
0: Of all the inappropriate uh, borderline uh, pedophilic relationships, this one is the one, one that rubs one, me the, the least wrong so Interesting. far. Interesting.
1: Interesting.
0: I think, you know, I've had my Matty o rants. And I
1: wonder why. Is it because it's like the woman's older?
0: I thought Mario was older than he turned out to be when I was getting all bit in the shape about it um <clears throat> i i uh maybe that is a that is wrong of me if that is why that is a um double standard for sure that mm-hmm. i have obviously if that is why I'm not above Saying that that could be the reason That could play some part of it But that is certainly a double standard That I need to uh, unpack and reconcile with Because that's not correct It's still a It's still a uh, crime
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: But no Dr. Chris and Anya Come on, fuck Dr. Chris that's, that. I'm <laughs> not having that
1: Dr. Chris, I can't What's the I other one? What
0: it. are the other ones?
1: Dr. Chris and Anya um uh, Matty, Matty O and
0: Paige. Which again is a
1: fake coach Anderson Armstrong one. Yeah,
0: that one doesn't count, but there's definitely been other
1: ones. Yeah. Um
0: but if that is why, then I need to I need to to, to figure out why that double standard. I think they seem on the same maturity. I mean, look, I'm making arguments that I shouldn't be making. Because mm-hmm. they shouldn't be together. He's her, she's his teacher. But is she his teacher? I don't know. She might not even be his teacher. I
1: can't. you <laughs> <laughs> can't tell.
0: I don't know. God bless them. They'll do it. They'll figure it out. Anyway, it's been fun. Listen to the show on Spotify. What? No. Go follow us at every Spo- episode. Spotify, but you can send every us episode,
1: an email. Yeah. You send us an email at every episode for gmail.com. We may or may not respond to it.
0: Omar What's hasn't sent us an email in a while.
1: No, but I think it's because we hurt his feelings. Omar um, Mo. And then...
0: He just loved that one episode so much the way we dealt with the the before pre-break the dance. Post-break,
1: the post-break, pre-break dance, Pre-break sorry. dance, yeah.
0: And, and, and he felt like he was right there with the characters.
1: Yeah. And We're you know what Instagram he always says? Do
0: you remember what he always says? He always says... Uh,
1: Podcasts are the...
0: He, podcasters are the... Um,
1: entrepreneurs. Artists
0: of the entrepreneurial... <laughs>
1: That's World or something, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Patreon and Dean Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and the Dope Monkeys and Broomheads Facebook group. And then you can find us on Patreon at Dean Podcast. And if you enjoy listening to us, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Go do it, and get it, and a- also Spotify, you can rate on as well. We watch more people find the podcast.
0: We watched a Hallmark movie for Halloween called Two Bids.
1: Yeah. Barely th- going out of the norm of uh, not an actual spooky movie. But there's a mm. ghost.
0: There is a ghost, but it wasn't spooky. You'll hear more mm-hmm. about it if you're good on the Patreon. We love you, Broomheads. We love you, Dope Monkeys. We hope you're having a good spooky season. This will be out. Will this will spooky season be over when this
1: comes out? I think this will be November when this comes out.
0: Well, well happy November. Good to see you. Yeah.
1: <clears> enjoy your <clears throat> Halloween.
0: Well, you hopefully Most, you enjoyed, yeah, enjoy
1: your enjoyed. early November. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed your Halloween this past Tuesday. And it was fun.
1: Yeah, hopefully you, had, hopefully you had a good time. And now you're OK with where you are in, in the season.
0: Spooky ghouls, hopefully. Got some spooky ghouls knocking on your door.
1: All right. We'll see you next week. So good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. And grilled cheese, definitely. Ickniowski.